Welcome to Small Stories About Big Things. I am your host, Bobby Holm Lippert. In each episode, we are committed to discovering a little bit more about life, one story at a time. Today's story is called Walking in the Dark, the things we see more clearly without a nightlight. Inevitably, our seven-year-old leaves his bathroom light on at night. The bathroom is adjacent to the back portion of his bedroom, and so it becomes his default nightlight. Each night, I wait until he's asleep, and then I go turn off that bathroom light. And every night, it's the same thing. It's super easy to walk into his room and switch off the light. The bathroom light makes clear my path. The moment I switch off that light, however, it's another story. My son's bedroom floor is forever littered with an assortment of Legos, calico critters, and magnet tiles. I have learned the hard way on multiple occasions just how painful a critter to the foot feels in pitch black conditions, particularly when I never saw it coming. Gingerly, very gingerly, I now step as I exit his room each night. Some seasons of life, it feels like we navigate the world with a nightlight. There's a bright idea, a vision, or a divine presence that graciously illumines the whole of our reality. Even amid difficult terrain, The light frees us to step with a certain confidence and clarity about life. It it allows us to maneuver around obstacles, avoid pain points. Some seasons, however, it feels like we navigate life with the kind of eyesight that comes upon us moments after the lights go out. It's pitch black. And questions rush to the fore, all of them feeling acute. Where are we? What's in front of us? Where are we going? Can we keep going? Who's with us? Is anyone with us? What really matters? Does any of it matter? How will we get out of this? Can we get out of this? Such days and seasons slow us considerably because... We can't see anything. Fear and anxiety begin to blanket us. And we rightly sense that even small objects on the terrain of life can do outsized damage to us in this particular state. Gingerly, very gingerly, we walk such days. One night, I decided not to do my slow tiptoe out of Leo's room and back down the hallway. Instead, I leaned against one of his walls, let my body slide down into a seated position, and I waited for a few minutes. What happened? Nothing, really, other than the same thing that always happens once we let our eyes adjust to the darkness. We begin to see again. No, not with the same depth and perception as when the light is flooding in, but always our eyes do, in fact, adjust to the darkness. We begin to see the sharp obstacles, 
the notable barriers, and also the contours of a path forward. And precisely because the darkness heightens all of our senses, we often see certain things even better than if we had been in the light the entire time. In my case, as I remained seated on the bedroom floor for a few minutes, I heard quiet breathing. I saw the slow rise and fall of a slender seven-year-old body. The darkness flooded my senses with renewed clarity about who and what really matters. If yours are currently sunny days of clarity, conviction, and progress, give thanks. Celebrate. Truly, we need to name our wins any time that we have them. And if yours are cloudy, overcast, or downright dark days, well, much can be said about such times, but for now, consider this. Is it possible you will find a deeper clarity, conviction, and confidence precisely because of the darkness? For truly, the eyes of your heart know how to navigate the deep valleys. They have a way of finding a uniquely sharp clarity in that space, especially regarding who and what really matters. It is as Mary Oliver once observed. Someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness. It took me years to understand that this too was a gift. Thank you for listening to Small Stories about big things.